Welcome to the Hot Seat. This is the new show where we discuss today's hottest takes on sports, sports entertainment, world news, and basically whatever comes to mind as the show progresses. Today, we're going to be discussing the slow start the UFC has had in the year 2018 and the possible, my personal list of fights to make in 2018 in order to get those numbers back up. With the most recent pay-per-view of Yo Romero and Luke Rockhold not doing so great and having a bit of a controversial uh, start with Yo Romero not making weight, I think it's time that the UFC needs to break out the big guns and start giving the fans what they want to see. Fans want to see names they're familiar with and legacies they're familiar with. Luke Rockhold and Yo Romero is not pay-per-view worthy. And this is not. That's just a simple fact. But, whatever. It was what it was. And it was, it was a good finish. Yo Romero knocked out Luke Rockhold with a sick uppercut. Ooh, that uppercut was nasty. But, this is not enough anymore. So, for me, I think the best way to get back on their feet it's not like they really need to. I mean, they got fucking... What is it? They got $4 billion. And shit. But still. Sometimes, it's better to overshoot than undershoot. <clears throat> For me, I think the money is in the big, big pay-per-view fights. Only the diehard fans will come in for something like Yoel and, and Rockhold. I mean, I watched it, but you ask, ask a couple of my friends if they watch it, and they're like, who? That's today? Ah, let me know who wins. And, I mean, I don't think the UFC's going to be too happy hearing that. So I compiled a little list, a little personal list, of what fights should be made for 2018. I think all these fights have the potential to be big-time money fights. All of them. And some of them are a little more likely than others, but, you know, just a sliver of chance. But before we get to that list, uh, I have a couple honorable mentions. I have two honorable mentions that I want to talk about. First is Francis Ngannou versus Anthony Rumble Johnson, which is, it's, I put it in my honorable mentions just because it's, it's super unlikely, first of all, with Rumble Johnson now getting into the weed business and... <clears throat> Apparently, he, I, th- I heard he's starting to powerlift. Is that right? He's getting powerlifting. So, who knows what type of uh, supplements that, that guy's going to be on. But, you can't tell me Rumble and Francis is not a fucking... Woo, that's a fight, though. Come on, man. People know who Francis is now. They tried building him up, and then... Clearly, didn't live up to the hype with facing Stipe, but... Who really does? Stipe's a fucking animal. But... Francis and Rumble, where these two guys are, ooh, these guys are fucking killers, man. One shot is all it takes from either of these guys to end this fight. And, I mean, people love it. People love seeing guys get knocked out. And besides, it's Black History Month, so maybe we should give him a little, give him a little love. <laughs> Second honorable mention is, is this is, this is more of an, inter- you would have to do this on a, in an international card. 
Preferably in Korea, cause I have the Korean super fight on this on this bitch. I got Doohoo Choi versus Chang Sung Jung. This Korean Superboy versus the Korean zombie. I mean, he had this fight, and if you take the UFC, the UFC decides to take this to Korea, my God, this shit would be huge. They'll probably make more money in Korea than they will here, honestly, with this fight. So, I think Chang Sung Jung, being a fan favorite, recently coming back. Coming off a win, I think he needs to get back into the back into the star picture. He needs to start facing some better, better competition again. Doohoo Choi, Doohoo Choi is coming off a loss to Jeremy Stevens. Got fucking blitted in that fight, but hey, this is money fight. So you want to make a money fight? Go to Korea, hopefully South. Do Doohoo Choi versus Chang Sung Jung. Probably at featherweight. Let's get it popping. Now on to the list. At number ten, I got Fabricio Verdum versus the returning Cain Velasquez in a fucking legendary heavyweight fight. Obviously, it's not gonna be for a title or anything, but these guys are names, man. Fabricio Verdum, he might not be as popular as someone like uh, even Stipe's not as popular as he should be, but. Fabrizio Verdum is not the biggest name out there for a casual fan. For us diehard fans, Fabrizio Verdum might just be the greatest heavyweight of all time. Besides, I put him up there with Stipe, uh, Fedor, and probably his opponent in this fight that I got, Cain Velasquez. I think these two are legends in every sense of the word. Cain is a beast, but we need to see what he's, what he's like. Maybe it's, it might not be the smartest idea to put him against Fabricio right away. Just for the simple fact that he's returning after, uh, what is it, nearly fucking two years off. It was last fight. Uh, UFC 200 against fucking, fuck, who was that? Was that, um, was that Rothwell, Barnett? Shit, I forgot. Fuck. Alright, but Kane deserves a big fight when he comes back. I think... Fabricio might be dangerous, but I think if either one of these, whoever the winner of these of this fight will put himself top, I I would go top two heavyweights of all time. I mean, uh, between you and me, I think Fedor, Fedor is great and all, but I mean Fedor is legendary, but we don't know what he was really taking back then. His the testing wasn't. Wasn't up to wasn't up to speed to what we got today, so it's a little bit of skeptical. Got some skeptical uh, feeling about that. So, but this fight is fucking. This is gonna be. This would be a good fight, man. They're a little they're a little old, but I think they could do it. These guys are fighters in every way. At number nine, I got. All right, so I'm prefacing this with. The DC and Stipe already got announced. It's official. So the light heavyweight division is going to be... If it wasn't thin already. God damn. It is fucking paper thin now, bro. It's barely even visible anymore. But I think a good fight to get the light heavyweight division uh, some some fucking buzz is getting the Swedish mauler, Alex, Alexander Gustafsson. Versus Luke Rockhold for the interim light heavyweight title. 
I think Luke Rockhold coming off that loss to UL and I mean his middleweight he's he's definitely good at middleweight. Don't get me wrong, he's a fucking monster, but he almost seems he almost seems like he I I feel like he could be better. Like he's not he's not performing the way he should be at middleweight. And considering he's a big middleweight, I think a move to light heavyweight would be I wouldn't say easy, but it'd be whew, it'd be pretty it might be pretty easy, to be honest. Luke Rockhold's a big motherfucker. But yeah, Gustafsson, his fight with John Jones is fucking legendary. Um, a lot of people think, maybe even me a little bit, think that he won that fight. But Luke Rockhold recently, um, I mean not Luke Rockhold, but Gustafsson recently called out Luke Rockhold on a Instagram post talking about how, um, how he's like basically challenging him to come up and you know, get the hands. I think that would be a fucking great fight. Personally, I think I think Gustafsson might might beat the brakes off him. But hey, light heavyweight Rockhold might not be any fucking joke, man. That might be a fucking ooh that guy, man. Rockhold at light heavyweight, man. It's even hard to think about sometimes. <laughs> Number eight, I got uh, Uriah Faber, a returning Uriah Faber. Versus T.J. Dillashaw for his for the bantamweight title. Now a couple of things will need to happen for this to happen. Uh, first of all, Uriah Faber would have to come out of retirement. Obviously, currently retired, training over there at uh at um Team Alpha. Thing about this fight, what that I find super interesting, is that T.J. Dillashaw, obviously a former member of Team Alpha Male, under Uriah Faber. Uh, Uriah Faber currently coaching Cody Garbrandt, who TJ Dillashaw just knocked the fuck out for the Bantamweight title earlier this in uh, this year, 2017. And uh, I think from I I recently read that Uriah Faber is actually still getting tested by um by uh, USADA and the UFC's uh, uh, doctors every once in a while. He's still under the under the 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 pool of people who get to be tested, which I mean, I don't know, I don't necessarily know why someone would continue to get tested if they're retired completely. My think, I'm thinking that Uriah Faber might be holding out just for that's that one big fight that might bring him out, and I think there's no bigger fight for him than T.J. Dillashaw. We saw Uriah Faber for his Dominic Cruz three times already, and Dominic Cruz handled him pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well for the in the last two fights. I think the first fight Dominic Cruz was still a little bit um, was still young. Uriah Faber was too experienced, and but eventually Uriah Faber got got beat by Dominic Cruz. It just that's just how it went. But this fight, I mean, I. I don't know, man. I think T.J. Dillashaw is top three pound for pound in the world, but Uriah Faber is—he's a legendary man. Is there's not that there's not much that guy can't do. Same with T.J. though. But 
besides Uriah having to come out of retirement, I think T.J. Dillashaw is really got his mind up on um, on uh, D.J. Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson. I think. I mean, I personally, I would rather see that fight, T.J. versus D.J. But if the UFC wants to make some fucking bank, well, even then, who knows? I think your eye favorite for T.J. Dillashaw would be more of a a co-main event to something like a I don't know, man, some some bigger a bigger fight because bantamweight title fights have never really been the the fucking main uh, the main card. I mean, not the main card, the main event for. I mean, it's definitely happened, but it's not never really gotten great results out of it. But this fight. Uriah and TJ, met the former master for his student. It's almost like it's almost like fucking what was it? Um, shit, I'm not a big enough Star Wars nerd, but you know what I mean. I mean, it's classic, classic story. I don't think the UFC should really consider it. Give if TJ DJ falls through, this is the fight to make. And then Cody faces the winner. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Number seven. Number seven, I got... This is a non-title fight. This is just a fight of fucking savages throwing hands on each other. I got Darren Till, the fucking Liverpool fucking... Oh, my God. The Liverpool assassin or whatever. What is his nickname? I'll figure it out. But Darren Till versus Kobe Covington. I think this fight would fucking... Be a classic, I'm telling you. This fight, both these guys love to fucking throw hands. Darren Till is scary. Kobe Covington is just an asshole, but that guy can fight. I think Darren Till's recently fallen off the map a little bit, but not by not through like fights or anything. He's obviously doing amazing in the UFC, but. It's, they haven't booked him. They haven't booked him in a little bit, and I think that uh, that that push for Darren Till is is fading away a little bit because people just haven't seen him. And I think Darren Till versus Colby Covington, people people want, if even if people don't know Colby Covington, once they once they see him for the first time, hear him for the first time, I think it's easy to it's easy to dislike the guy, but. That guy, Kobe Covington, is no joke, man. There's a reason he's he's ranked higher than Darren Till is on the pound for pound list, and for the well. But one thing about Darren Till is that kid's not gonna back down from anybody. Neither is Kobe. Kobe is shit. I don't even I don't even know if backing down is in his vocabulary. But Darren Till, he's no fucking joke. I think this guy has the potential to be world champion. Maybe even this year. You heard that right. This year. 2018. Willie, get your shit together. <laughs> More on him later. Um, but yeah. I th- for, the, for those diehard fans, they know this fight is a fucking barn burner. Casual fans might not even know who fucking Kobe and Darren are, but... Trust me. They will after if they see this fight. But this is a pay-per-view fight, man. If this isn't a pay-per-view... This isn't like a uh, under or not an undercard, a co-main event. I would at least put this 
as the main event of uh maybe a a fight not a fight night of uh, UFC on Fox. UFC on Fox, those do good numbers, and these guys need to fucking get some eyes on them. UFC needs to make stars. They're slacking on stars right now, and I think these two can definitely be a, each of them could be a star, a huge star. Personally, I think they're until can be a fucking superstar. We take this fight to to London. I mean, not London, Liverpool. God damn. Ooh, that city is going to be... Oh, my God. That city will be off the charts for Darren Till. They they know who he is. Trust me. Tell me when I tell you that. They know who he is. I think... I think this is a fight to make for Darren Till. You need stars? You can make two of them with one fight. How about that? I mean... Uh, I don't see... I don't see how you can pass up on this fight. Both haven't fought in a while. It's lining up perfectly. Therefore, that's why I have this number seven. Number six. I got, speaking of Tyron Woodley, I got Tyron Woodley coming back from injury, obviously. Versus, get this, not Nate. Versus Nick Diaz. I think... Nick Diaz is not completely done in the sport, regardless of what he says or of uh, what the, anybody else might say. I think Nick Diaz is a fucking savage. I think he wants that one last fight. And, I mean, who doesn't love money, right? Nick Diaz loves money, as well as Nate, obviously. And Willie's been looking for that money fight, specifically Nate Diaz, though, but I don't know about that. I think... I think it's easier to set up a fight with Nick Diaz than it would be for Nate, because Nate, Nate on his own is a, I think he, he might, nah, not might, he definitely has a bit of more of a star power than his brother Nick, at this moment in time, obviously, don't forget, Nick Diaz was a fucking star back in his time too, and even that long ago, but he was a star, man, I think Nick Diaz comes back for one fight against Tyron Woodley, Fucking money fight. Of course, for the title. Because I don't see Woodley defending it before a fight like this. Probably won't be back until... Probably until, like, summertime. So I would say August, July, maybe. He'll be, he'll be ready to, to go. But I think Nick Diaz is the fight to make. For the welterweight title. Nate Diaz has his own stuff going on. Probably... Holding on for a $20 million payday, which is probably never going to happen. But this is the fight to make. Personally, I I don't think Nick Diaz could beat Tyron Woodley. At least not today. Well, not today, obviously. But at least not, like, not anymore. I think Nick Diaz... Nick Diaz could beat anybody back in his prime, I think. He had a good chance to beat whoever the, whoever the hell he wanted to. But I think Tyron Woodley for his Nick Diaz is definitely the fight to make. Number five. We got this fight. We mentioned this fight earlier. It's, it's probably already going to happen. But we got Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, for his TJ Dillashaw. For, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably going to be for the flyweight title. 
instead of the Bantamweight title. I think TJ is definitely going to go down and wait for this fight. TJ, TJ's been adamant about the weight cut, how fuck, how um, how easy it could be for him with his uh, with his new nutritionist living down in in California. He seems, I, I mean, I believe TJ Dillashaw can do it. I think he could shred that weight easy. Apparently, according to him, it's easy. I think TJ's not a liar. I think, well, he, he might not be. A, he might be a snake, but I don't know if he's a liar. <laughs> but I think TJ for his DJ. I kind of mean, what what does DJ got got to do? DJ Demetrius Johnson. What's he got? To, what's he got left to do at flyweight? Honestly, he's the one who has to defend the title. If I'm gonna be honest, TJ has fucking gone through the gone through the ranks again. He's gone through the ranks like several times to get to back to his title. Two-time champion, proven champion. I mean, there's not much. There's not a better way to to prove you're a champion than by losing it to Dominic Cruz, which is iffy. Is iffy. Not not everyone thinks he did. I think I I think I think Dominic might have beat him. I think Dominic beat him. But I'm a little biased. I like I'm a huge fan of Dominic Cruz. But uh, TJ Dillashaw definitely, definitely was in that fight the whole way. Had a very good case to win it. Demetrius Johnson, however, Mighty Mouse, he's one with ease almost every time. I think. I mean, not. I'm not saying obviously it's easy to win any fight, but he's just not been challenged the way champions should be challenged. I mean, what's the, what he has? I think two losses, and can't remember one of them. But I know for a fact one of them was against Dominic Cruz, who TJ almost beat, or maybe he did beat. Well, we'll, know. we'll discuss that another time. But Demetrius Johnson needs to prove that he is the champion of champions, deserves to be number one pound for pound like he currently is, and just show that he's just not fucking around, that he doesn't care. I think I think he took a little bit of a hit when he said that TJ should fight one fight at flyweight before the championship because before his title fight because I mean sounds like you're kind of avoiding him for a little bit but I think Demetrius Johnson deserves to be right pound for pound number 1 his his technical ability is off the charts man his grappling ability off the charts that fucking flying armbar to Ray Borg god Fucking damn, that shit was fucking sick. Oh my god. TJ, TJ is, he might, I don't know man, I might have him number two pound for pound. That's the, you, you, you might be able to label this as number one versus number two pound for pound in the UFC. Shit, I mean... If you slack on this fight, if this fight doesn't happen, I would be so fucking shocked. It's ridiculous. I think this this is a must happen, and it probably will happen. Number four, I got. Oh, this is a fucking fight, man. All right, so we already know that Stipe and DC is gonna happen. They're a uh, coach and Ultimate Fighter. You know they're um. They're getting in each other's faces, talking shit, whatever. But I think they need to start thinking about what's going to happen after that fight. 
I think the winner of Stipe vs. DC, the heavyweight champion, because it's going to be a heavyweight, the heavyweight champion, will have to fight John motherfucking Jones for the world heavyweight championship for his return fight. I mean, this is... People people love John Jones, regardless of fucking cocaine, PEDs, dick pills, whatever the fuck. John Jones is the man to a lot of people. And as he should be, honestly. There's a very, very, very good case to be made that he's number one of all time. I mean, there's no one with that much talent in his frame and fucking speed and agility and... Oh my god, his his mind, his mind just completes it. That guy is a fucking savage. That guy does not give a fuck. And I love it. He does not give a fuck. He's probably looking at DC for his Stipe. And thinking, bet, I'm getting that fucking world title back. I mean, Stipe is no joke, but... I mean, John beat DC twice. Handedly, knocked him out in the second fight. Regardless of PEDs or whatever, but... He knocked him out. DC does not get knocked out, you know? He, DC has the fucking... He took shots from Rumble Johnson. Fucking Rumble Johnson. Who just violated... What's it? Glover Teixeira. But... I think John Jones will return in 2018. I think... With all that... Uh, with all the test stuff that has come out... How the... It's like the smallest amounts of Terinabol in his system that's like, what was the name? Um, uh, Nowitzki from USADA, Jeff Nowitzki, says that it was uh, such a small trace of Terinabol that it wouldn't even, that it doesn't make sense to consume it because it would, wouldn't even help you. It wouldn't even like uh, enhance your performance. Therefore, I think this is a pretty popular theory that he got, that he got some, uh, that that Terenable, the small trace Terenable came from laced creatine that they cut in John's little cocaine, his cocaina. And John got a John had a good time before the before the fight, the week of the fight, and uh didn't know. Didn't know what he was getting. But besides all that, the winner of Steve Paper is DC versus John Jones. Oh my god. I think that shit will make so much money. It's ridiculous. Stipe, Stipe's on his way up as a star. After he recently beat Francis. And fucking... Uh, and the way he beat Francis, literally just... Just made sure he just didn't work. Like, just completely shut him down. I think it takes a fucking professional to do that shit. A true professional. Knows what he's doing, but let me tell you something. John Jones knows what the fuck he's doing as well. Don't get that shit twisted. John Jones knows. But personally, I think DC will win this fight for Stipe. And it'll have to be DC John Jones 3. Which, for me... Is a fucking great sell, but for the fans, it might not be the best of sells because John Jones already beat him twice. DC fucking um, 
DC. DC is slowly rising in popularity, but DC is still not that star that people are uh, that the UFC needs. D, D, the, that fight will sell solely on John Jones. DC will not have the the drawing power that John Jones has. Therefore, I think in order for this fight to ha- in order for uh, DC to work as heavyweight champion, they need John Jones back in this bitch. Number three. Ooh, number three. We got champion versus champion. The fight to make in all women's divisions, regardless of weight class or whatever. We need to see Chris motherfucking Cyborg versus Amanda Nunez. This fight would fucking... Oh, my God. I'm fucking salivating thinking of this fight. Not only these bitches... No fucking... Not, I'm not. I'm not misogynistic or anything. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> these girls. Oh my god. These girls. They are murderers. They both kill bitches out here. I think this is almost. This is this is the female version of Francis vs. Rumble. Like let's state it early. Except these girls can go for days. They go for days, and then I give a fuck. Cyborg just wants challenges. And what's her name? Nunez. Nunez is it's been a while since she fought. When's the last time she fought? She had to pull out of that other fight because of her uh because of uh her uh, health issues. But um I think she's had she's had a good amount of time to get to recover. I think she will recover fairly soon. And I think Cyborg's fighting this uh who's she fighting? That uh See, I can't even think of her name. I think it's some nobody for her. If you want the women's division to be as popular as you need it to be, you need to make a fucking super fight ASAP. I think if you make a fight like Cyborg Nunez, people, people, even casual fans will tune into this fight. I, I think pe- more, pe- more people know about Cyborg than people think. And Nunez, she's known as a as a girl who just retired Ronda Rousey. She's that's when that's who she she's known as that, and she will be known as that until, of course, she makes her own legacy, which I think she definitely can if she beats Cyborg. If she if Nunez beats Rousey and Cyborg, that's no argument. She's a hundred percent the greatest of all time, female female fighter of all time. But Cyborg. Shit, man. She, it looks to me like Cyborg's been getting better. Like, Cyborg just used to kill bitches, but now she's she's almost... She's getting technical with it. She's getting... She's slipping and weaving whenever she has to, and... She's just looking good, man. She's looking fucking good. We're, we're gonna have to see her in, in her upcoming fight, how she does, which I believe she will fucking destroy uh, the other girl, but... This fight... I think this fight has to happen. If you this fight, there's not even a fucking division for Cyborg to fight in. They're just calling in bitches from fucking all over the world to get smoked by Cyborg for a payday. I think it's time to give Cyborg a challenge. It's time to give Nunez that superstardom, and you can do both with one fight. And this is the fight to make. Greatest women, two are probably the two greatest women female fighters of all time. I put Cyborg over Ronda for now. With, I mean, yeah, for now, which is 
probably there's no way that can change unless Nunez smokes her and there's no argument at that point. Cyber for Nunez. Make it UFC. You're fuck ups if you don't. Number two. This seems like a pretty obvious fight, but it has a fucking so many there's so much shit that can go wrong with it that it's ridiculous. We got the winner of Khabib versus uh Tony Ferguson versus Connor McGregor for the undisputed lightweight title. Connor has been out of the octagon for over a year and keeping the lightweight division on hold. So they finally made this fight for Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson. Which I might just be at in Brooklyn to watch in live. Khabib versus Ferguson has been in the making for the oh, same amount of time that Connor's been out of out of the picture. With this fight finally happening, and fucking knock on wood that they're both healthy for this fight, knock on fucking wood, and Connor keep throwing jabs. You know he wants to make that fucking uh he wants to make that uh that super money fight with with Floyd. I don't even know if he wants to, but Floyd is chatting. He's Connor's chatting. There's just so much chatting, not enough fighting. Connor, when he decides to come back, he's 100% getting a title fight. No ifs, ands, or buts. He's getting that title fight. There's nothing stopping him. Not even The UFC will give it to him. They will not stop him. They will give it to him. Gladly, wrapped up in a paper bag and all that shit. He's their cash cow. There's no one. Literally... No one that can make as much money for them than Conor McGregor can. And that being said, Conor McGregor is also one of the best fighters in the world. No arguments about that. But he needs to fucking fight and prove it. What, he come off of a loss to Floyd Mayweather. And then, what the fuck? That's it? You're just not gonna, you're just not gonna come back for a while and... Just have that loss as your fucking last hurrah. Fuck out of here. He's has, he has to come back. Fight Khabib or Ferguson. I think Khabib. I personally think Khabib will violate Ferguson. I love Tony Ferguson, bro. I love everything about Tony Ferguson. His Brazilian jiu-jitsu is so on point. Most in part thanks to Eddie Bravo, who's fucking just a wizard. A wizard with fucking Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Versus 